Even though I don't know anything about Harry Potter, I really like the big guy who <laughs> loves him. Who loves him. Be- and that's the kind of energy that this guy gives me. Like, I just, big guy who loves to love. Like, I, something is just warms my heart than a big guy who loves somebody. (laughs) 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 His name's Hagrid. Grab some popcorn and stick around. We've got some garbage to talk about. Hello everyone, it's Karina. As we all know, June is Pride Month, and I wanted to take a moment to recognize the accomplishments the LGBTQ community has made throughout history. Pride itself, alongside queer and trans rights, would not be where they are today without trans activists like Marsha P. Johnson, Victoria Cruz, and Sylvia Rivera. But while we have made great strides in justice and equality, we still live in a world where two-spirit, queer, and trans folks are marginalized and subjected to violence every day. So for that reason, we have included a number of resources down in the description, these include education, outreach, mental health support, and anything else you might need. Your identity is valid and beautiful, and you deserve to live safely and happily. Kind of Friends has always been a safe space for queer folks, and we wanted to remind you that you are more than welcome and wanted here on our channel. I hope you're having a great Pride Month so far, and I wish you all the best. Now let's get started with today's video. Hi, Karina! Hi, Zax! So today, we're talking about a very fun movie! <laughs> a... a classic in lesbian media yes uh we're talking about but i'm a cheerleader starring clea duvall and natasha leone is that how you say her last name i've never knew how to say her last name <laughs> i'm just like you know natasha from orange is the new black that one the one with the big hair <laughs> i heard it somewhere else i hope that's right she's um gonna, she's not that <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, fun fact. Uh, I was Googling uh, Cleo Duvall earlier today for strictly research purposes. <laughs> and As a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. And one, she is like so pretty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I think she's in her 40s. So like she's like. That matters to people for some reason, so I'll just <laughs> say that. <laughs> anyway. She um, It's like, <laughs> which I feel weird, like, people aren't beef. <laughs> Wine, whatever, age is good. And <laughs> it's like two different things. Um, then I looked up her Wikipedia page because I was curious, like, you know, she's played a lesbian quite a few times and things. And I was like, is she a lesbian? I don't really know. I've never actually, like, watched, like, interviews with her. Just, like, a lot of different movies she's been in. And I looked at the Wikipedia page, went straight to personal life. And it says it needs to be expanded on. <laughs> and there was a one four-word sentence. Would you like to guess what that four-word sentence was? Uh, it's all that's there. I think. I don't know her family. <laughs> anything. Just my, this four sentence. My guess, and fingers crossed, is she is a La Dollar Bean. Yeah, no. Really, it literally just says Duval is a lesbian. Nice. That is all we that's know it. about. That's it. 
You're one personality trait. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, if you look at, like, early life and stuff there, it's fine. I guess she just, like, keeps, like, her, like, private life private, yes. which, like, good on her, honestly. But I like that someone's like, you can't, you can't have a Wikipedia page without a personal life section. So this is what we're going to put there. You can't. Let's go lesbians. Like, you must have been hoping for that. <laughs> it was like, we all know you're wondering. Yes, she is. All right, let's move on. So, a uh, quick disclaimer. Uh, the movie is actually, like, a queer movie. So, it is good and lighthearted, but it does deal with themes like conversion therapy and, you know, Toxic family, family not life. accepting you. Yeah. Uh, homophobia. Lot, <laughs> That's a clicker word. But it's wrapped up in yeah. a nice, fun rainbow package. Yeah, but just because we'll talk about that stuff, so if that stuff bothers you, then, you know, we have other videos you can watch or listen to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't mind that, then we'll just continue and we'll all be here together. Yeah. <laughs> Great. this fun rainbow present. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, the opening, I, what I think I like about this movie is it's very straightforward. <laughs> like, there's lots of artistic shots, but the beginning lets you know pretty much immediately everything you need to know about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she, it just shows close-ups of girls doing cheer moves, like flips and cartwheels and stuff, and just zooms lots right in on, like, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they and, the director knew their audience. <laughs> yeah. So after the so the first minutes you're there and you're like hubba hubba. <laughs> oh gee, now, I wasn't sure what movie this was gonna be, but now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing that happens is we meet the star Natasha Liam. She plays the character Megan. And Megan is, like, just a cheerleader. Just eats, sleeps, and breathes cheer. Uh, like, they have an away game coming up. She's really excited for it. Uh, and that's cool. She has a then... boyfriend whose name isn't at all important. Because <laughs> she's not... <laughs> yeah! She's, like, she's very, like, uninterested in him. Like, when they uh, smooch, her eyes are wide open. And she's just zoning out. I... A really interesting thing too because like i watched this movie several times and i like because while they're kissing she's thinking about the jumping girls in cheer practice and i always for some reason was like oh maybe that'll help her get more into it nope her eyes are just gonna be wide open out of her head i and like part of me like i get it she's gay she was never going to be interested in him Mm -hmm. Although I will say if he would stop trying to bore yeah. her face, <laughs> maybe they could have had a chance. Have you seen those TikToks where it's like POV, you're about to kiss a boy? <laughs> and it's like, it's a, it's a girl doing it. And it's like uh, music, ha ha ha, so funny. And then she'll turn towards the camera and her eyes will like shut a little bit. Uh, and it will just be like this bass sound, the like type, and she'll just get really close to the phone. <laughs> Been there. It's, it's an experience. Oh my gosh, that was 
Just uncomfortable to hear yeah. about. <laughs> if, I, if I can find a, a, an example of it, I'll send it over and we can have it on screen. Okay. Oh, God. So if we did that, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So then, um, uh, next thing, even though she's trying really hard to be, you know, a good straight Everyone in her life knows that she's a big gay. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are the and, what are the giveaways that she is a big gay though? So one, she's a vegetarian, yeah. and they show us that because like the family's <laughs> eating steaks, but she just has double carrots or yeah. something. Double carrots, double. Um, uh, what what broccoli were we talking about earlier? Steamed broccoli was that <laughs> steamed broccoli? Yeah, just yeah. steamed broccoli and carrots, no seasoning, nothing. Uh, and then later on, her parents are like, "You've been trying to get us to eat this tofu," and they hold up like a Ziploc bag with a brick of tofu with a single bite taken out. The tofu looked really strange, by the way. Like it wasn't just like a regular brick of like firm tofu. I think it was like seasoned or something because it was brown. Yeah. I think it might not have even been like food at all, like just like a prop. It's just sponge. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like what's a mummy, so that's for sure. No. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; uh, next... like I like a good tofu sometimes, but just like that one was not appealing. <laughs> yeah. The next sign we see, uh, she's at school, and her boyfriend tries to kiss her again, and she's like, "Oh, don't Dead you hate when they do that in her front?" <laughs> And her friend's like, I think it's fun. And she's like, maybe he just doesn't do it right. And I'm like, honestly, that's a, yeah. that's real. <laughs> that you're not crazy. Um, but okay. <laughs> and then I remember this. Yeah, I'll put a bit of that. But then, uh, like, so they have a big intervention where they're bringing up all these facts to her, and RuPaul is there, and he makes it very clear from the beginning <laughs> yeah, RuPaul that RuPaul is in <laughs> And. Uh, like, I'm assuming he had a big hand in it being made. I don't know that, but, like, I feel that. RuPaul used his fracking money to fund this movie. <laughs> oh, no! Was he a fracker? Yeah! You know, he's a big fracker. No! Him and his husband, like, on their ranch, they do fracking. That's Maybe that'll be a video for, for, for later exposing what? RuPaul. RuPaul's, like, kind of problematic. Like, we love him, but, like, RuPaul. You need to I not heard, be like, transphobic. The last, the oh no, is he like okay? This is how like because I didn't. I've only seen like episodes here or there of Drag Race. It's more like a show that like when I watch it, I'm like oh this is fun. I wish I had like come here from the beginning. I won't make that mistake again, and I do. <laughs> Season one is so time. orange. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> but then I heard that, like, you know, like, the whole transphobic thing, but I thought he put out a statement, like, he was gonna do better, and he, like, realized where he went wrong with trans, and he's, like, gonna be more accepting or something, I don't know. But now he's also fracking, like, I didn't... Like, okay, I'm not saying, like, oh, well, it's okay that he was trans. Yeah. I just, I had thought he apologized, but if he didn't, then yeah. I was just I mean, like, wrong. I think, and then all, I'm pretty sure he did, like, but, like, it's still, like, a little, like, ugh. Oh, was it, like, Leaves it, it wasn't face. genuine. Well, it could have been, I, cause, like, I don't really know. <laughs> I just, I saw it in an article, I didn't, like, you know, it's not like a YouTuber deal. Like, yeah. I don't really We don't need to cancel Twitter RuPaul just yet. I know. <laughs> but we remember. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, my gosh, he's also fracking. Yeah. And, like, okay. <laughs> Wait, 
wait, you know what I realized? I should probably make sure I know where... That's, like, when you, like, mine for, like, oil or something. It's, like, bad for Yeah, fracking is when... I'll try and explain it as quick as possible. It's when you, like, drill into the ground and you, like, shake the ground a whole lot that it creates, like, fumes. And then those fumes are, like, used to power things. I'm not a earth scientist. Uh, I'm not smart, (laughs) in case anybody is mistaken. Um, I don't particularly know how to explain fracking, but here's a diagram of how fracking works. Wow, so great. It's bad for the environment. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I knew it was bad for the environment. Yeah. At least I was like on the right track. <laughs> yeah. <for that>. Okay. <laughs> Back to being gay. Yeah. She also has a bunch of like swimsuit models just up in her locker. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> and, like, she well, hugs her <laughs> friends too much. <laughs> Yeah, she hugs her friends too much. Also, her pillows and, like, the art in her room has, like, floral, quote, quote like, vaginal mo- yeah. motifs. It's- and it's, like... <laughs> it's very sapphic. And, um, it's all subliminal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cause she like didn't a blink in your register <laughs> Yeah, she, well, no, because, like, RuPaul, like, points you to it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I think when she bought the pillow, she didn't She's realize She's like, oh, wow, that. these are so pretty, but, like, in her heart, she knew. <laughs> the thing, that's the thing, too, she really doesn't get it, because she's like, I'm just a cheerleader. I couldn't possibly be a lesbian. What makes you, and it's, oh, so, it's also, so silly, why it's so, oh my goodness, never. And so, like, okay, so her parents' solution, and, like, RuPaul's part of True Directions, which is, like, a conversion therapy thing. And he makes it clear, like, I am an (laughs) ex-gay, and I can help you also be an ex-gay. And I have thoughts on, like, that, like, in the real world, but we'll just hold on that for now. Fundy Friday has a video on it. You can go watch her. I love her. She's great. (laughs) But, um, she, okay, so yeah, so she's like, I'm not going, and like, flip the camera over, of course she's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> in the this wouldn't really be much of a movie. If she was, I like, that's like basically all she packed. Yeah, just, just her, her pom pom. Yeah, she didn't have like a suitcase when she showed up, because they like, provided clothes for her when she got yeah. there. Well, like, at I first guess, they like, just kind of she... gave her like, a hospital gown. And then they gave her clothes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had to earn clo- That's something, too. She had to earn clothes by admitting that she was gay. <laughs> Which is, like, I feel like, okay, so, yeah, like, I, and, like, you know, hopefully, you know, not that many people watching, like, have, like, hands on, first-hand experience with this, because if so, like, I'm sorry yeah. if you came away from that, obviously. And I'm not, and I never went to one, so I don't know how it, like, actually works, and I'm assuming this is mostly satirical, but it just seems like such a bad plan. Okay, so these kids are really attracted to members of the same sex. Mm -hmm. Here's the plan. We're gonna first make them believe they're gay. (laughs) You have to Because she's straight up like, oh... She was fine being straight with a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, she wasn't, like, really interested in him sexually, but she didn't even see a problem with that. If anything, she's cheer-sexual at this point. <laughs> so, like, she fine. Cheer. 
and like the occasional inappropriate touching of her friends. Yeah, just a, the occasional long hug. <laughs> she just gets a little handsy. <laughs> At one point, one of the friends is like, "Your hands up my skirt," and I'm like, "Meg, calm down." Okay. <laughs> this is a learning up. environment. What are you doing? <laughs> this, this is cheer. Control yourself, please. <laughs> like, but anyway, so they have them. First, you're gonna admit that you're gay. Then, we're gonna finally give you clothes like a person. Then, you're going to spend all your time with girls who are also gay. And they're all sort and like I will one thing quick mention if I in case I forget later. I love how eclectic the cast <laughs> is. Like it's all kinds of people, all kinds of queer. I made a joke representation. at one point that Hillary's definitely a cottage core slash dark academia <laughs> lesbian because she had the glasses. <laughs> That's the vibe I got from her. And, yeah. And then um then it's not so much that you're just going to be sleeping and changing with a bunch of girls. There's also going to be, you pick a girl. Whichever girl you want. So, like, but make sure you don't find her that pretty, I guess. And you're going to spend all these two months basically glued at the hip with this one girl. Yeah. Here's your all girlfriend, summer. but she's not your girlfriend. She's <laughs> your best friend. History would say they were very good friends. <laughs> And it's like, why did you think this would work? Who, who planned this? Well, it's very clear that the director of this camp, uh, Mary, played by the iconic uh, Kathy Moriarty, is a lesbian as well. And she's just, like, deeply repressing and, like, ashamed of herself. But, like, why was this your plan? Like, where's the logic? She just doesn't get it. And, like, pretty much all the adults... Not the parents who sent her or, like, the teens who were uh, Megan's friends. But RuPaul, uh, Mary, the director of the camp, and her son, Rock? Yeah, Rock. Rock. Son, Rock. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh, Rock! Like, Rock Hudson. Oh. oh. What if that's not it? Yeah. I just am reaching. <laughs> well... That's my head cannon, and I'm sticking with yeah. it. Well, then, anyway, Mary Brown, you said, "What did you expect? Of course, your son's gonna grow up and be gay. You named him Rock." <laughs> and like one thing too, uh, they they have them like fit into these really like stereotypical roles of men and women. Like, I think it's it's going for more like a sort of vague time feel, like. The way that they dress is kind of like 60s, 70-ish sometimes, but then other times it looks like they're from the 90s. Yes, like it was made in 99, so like a lot of the outfits that they wear away from uh, True Directions is like very 90s, like very grungy. But then when they're there, yeah. I think it is because they are like playing off of the very heteronormative idea of the 50s where it's like, oh, the housewife and the husband, so... All the girls are wearing, like, these little, like, poodle skirts and, like, button-ups. And the boys are, like... Well, they put the boys in, like, short shorts and, like, <laughs> crop tops. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I think that was a misstep on Mary's part. <laughs> I mean, it was all a misstep. Yeah, this whole, the, this whole plan like, none was a disaster. Of this, 
<laughs> None of it was ever going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so some of the things they have to do, like the girls, we're going to practice vacuuming and doing our nails and putting a diaper on a baby. So that's all and the women boys do. Are gonna, <laughs> we're going to fix cars, uh, chop wood, and um, some that's third it. thing. There, oh, there's this one... <laughs> This was so funny. There's like one of the man activities is going to war. So they had cutouts oh, of like right. they had like big life size cutouts of like soldiers, but it in very like homoerotic poses. So and they all had a little blue toy gun and they're also color coded too. Everything that the girls have is pink. Everything that the boys have is blue. So they're all in like these right. little blue like short shorts and boots and like helmets with their little toy blue guns and they're like oh my gosh we're like in war oh my god it was so it's so funny (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) a lot of that um at one it's very tongue-in-cheek yeah so like that's why like the trigger warning was kind of like if you need it because it's not like you know they're we'll we'll probably get into it like a little bit more when we talk about the parents role in the movie but like when Zax and I watched this together, there were points where we were just like, oh, this got really real. Like, this this hurts now. Yeah. Because, like, the whole movie yeah. is, like, very silly and colorful and campy. And then just, like, oh, ow. <laughs> now it's sad. Yeah, because, like, at first it's just, it feels more like this silly, like, thing these gay kids are doing for, like, theater camp or something. (laughs) And then, not that gay kids go to theater camp, but I just mean, like, they're putting on a role. Like, they're performing and, like, wearing costumes. Gay kids absolutely go to theater camp. (laughs) Where do you think they find out? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now I'm just thinking about, like, this mix-up that this one kid had. I'm like, wait, what is this place? Wait, oh, my God. Do you know what I just thought of, uh, like, unrelated at all? But you know in the <laughs> 98 version of Parent Trap, there's that little boy who shows up at the girls' camp? Yes! Do you, I don't think they were, like, trying to tell us something. But, like, do you think that he was, like, closeted? And was, like, his mom was, like, oh, like, I'll, like, help you figure some stuff out. I'll send you to a girl camp. If so, that kind of sucks for the mom, doesn't it? Because, like, <laughs> that boy was real adamant that he did not belong there. But then at the end, he was so- like, I'll come back next year. So, like, he discovered something about himself. Like, this now, he discovered one of three things. Number one, he really likes girls. Uh, number two, <laughs> uh, he's a little gay boy and was like, I have so many, like, fun girlfriends now. Number three, uh, this was a trans child figuring out who they were, and they were like, yes, I need to be here forever. <laughs> However you read it, yeah, it's still I'm... very, like, kind of funny and wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it's cute, I guess. It's, uh, I, I mean, the mom took a real gamble, <laughs> though, in, in every scenario. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, like, she's still a better parent than, like, Hallie and Annie's parents. <laughs> That's true. Like, but that's not hard. I can't, like, I love that they didn't under, it's so weird because, like, in, we did a whole video about this, but one more time. in the corner. Uh. (laughs) Did a whole month on it. Yeah. They, okay. Imagine you're with someone. You're like, I love Mm -hmm. you. Let's start a life together, right? And then 
doesn't work out for whatever reason. You throw a hair dryer at your husband, it happens. You have two children, and you're like, you know what? They're so little, they're not going to remember us (laughs) if we're not there. So, like, you pick one, I'll take the other. And we'll never see each other again. And they'll always wonder this? about... What court said this was okay? One of us. <laughs> they'll always wonder about one of us. And they'll always feel that hole in their heart. But we won't but tell like, them. They're dumb kids. It's fine. Like, they like we can care. just do this. <laughs> what a mess. Of, I love like, that movie. Don't get me wrong. But, like, what a legal nightmare. <laughs> Jesse should have had the children. Yeah, and the butler. Yeah. Oh my and God. grandpa. Super, because super grandpa. Last thing. I didn't know until, like, the last time I watched Parent Trap, which was, like, maybe a week ago with my family. Um, my sister's, like, she's not, she isn't, she, she, she's not the aunt. I'm, like, she's not. And she's, like, no, she's the housekeeper. And so I went on Wikipedia. She's not related to the family at all. She just stuck around to be the housekeeper. Yeah, she's the hell. I was the butler. I thought she was the dad's sister and she was the aunt this whole time. No. (laughs) I'm sorry to make this parent trap part two, but like that makes the whole scene where she's like, oh my God, uh, you're not eating anything. You, what's wrong? What's going on? And then like that makes that whole thing so much more sad because she cares so much more about the kids than the parents do because they didn't there even was, notice oh, that they switched. Gosh, I don't know if I could be able to find this meme again, but there was this meme that was literally like, it would be the housekeeper that notices yeah, before the I definitely the sent it to you on Instagram, so I'll, okay. I'll look oh, for yeah. it. Okay. Here it is on screen okay. if you find it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, yeah, you, Here it you is. would wow, be the one send meme. it to me. So funny. Back to what was the last thing we were talking about? Okay, okay, so we're back to but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah, God, so sorry about. I genuinely to the people still listening. I apologize sincerely for that. You saw the pizza in the thumbnail. You know what you're getting. (laughs) You're not getting a coherent analysis. You're getting garbly goop from two friends. (laughs) Oh gosh. But you love it, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> any, any, anyway. Um, okay, so now let's talk about, like, the kids attending the camp. Mm-hmm. Do you have any characters that stood out to you in their journey? Okay, so Jan puzzled me. Because... Yeah, I... Yeah. This, the whole movie, Jan's like, I'm not even gay. I don't know why I'm here. But, like, you look at Jan... And you're like, this is giving me very butch lesbian. But then she's like, I'm not, I'm not gay. I like boys. Uh, and then she leaves at one point, like just on her own. Yeah. And we were like, that's weird. Because. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's up for interpretation. Cause like, okay. On the one hand, there's a joke where like once Jan finally like quits. And she makes this very powerful speech, and she's like, look, you know, just because I play softball and I'm not as pretty as other girls, people just assume I'm a gay. And that's a true thing that does happen to people. Mm-hmm. And throughout, we have seen, because, like, people are, like, like they're doing some sort of word association test, and they're like, what do you see? And she says, balls, which is a man <laughs> thing. And, like, the other, like, 
if you gay, you say floral motif or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then if you remember during the dress fitting scene, Hillary sort of touches her a little bit, and Jan doesn't really respond. She's just like, okay. Which, like, yeah, maybe she's just not interested in Hillary specifically. But, I don't know, it just, like, it does, if you look back on the movie, it does make sense that Jan said that. But then she makes this powerful speech, and she's like, whatever, I quit. And then RuPaul, like, doesn't skip a beat. It's just like, who is she trying to fool? Which makes like, me laugh, because he did, because she just poured her heart out, and that's all you have like, to say. Some people, like, RuPaul, come on. <laughs> like, okay, so, the way I read that whole scene is, like, Jan is in, like, deep denial uh, that she's queer. Uh, and I'm like, that's sad, Jan. I hope you- We, like, wrote, like, an alternative- Not, like, an alternative ending, but, like, an extended scene <laughs> where all of the kids that, like, either got kicked out or left the the camp go to this, like, a quality house type of thing that also exists in the movie's universe, and we'll get to that at some point. But we were like, mm-hmm. oh, like, they're not in the scene right now because, like, they're sleeping and, uh, it's nighttime. That's why they're not in the scene, haha. And then the morning, it's like, oh, they have separate rooms. They're sleeping in, but they're here. Don't worry. Like, they're not out of the movie. They're just out of the scene, haha. Because they were just a bunch of lost kids who needed guidance and needed love and support. And it was so nice that there's this part of the movie that exists. And we were just like, yeah, this yeah. is this is where these characters went. <laughs> they didn't leave forever. They're just here. <laughs> and that's where Jan went. Is where I was going with that. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I said, like, I'm still torn because on one hand, yeah, like, it really doesn't matter how you look or what your interests are. Like, that really doesn't have a bearing on your sexuality. Mm-hmm. So if she's saying she's straight, maybe she is. And, like, I think, and I do think that that is good because, like, the movie has been playing with a bunch of gay stereotypes mm-hmm. up to this point. So saying that, like, yeah, but, like, because it's like, if you're a vegetarian, obviously you're gay and, like, all that, like, all these jokes and stuff. So maybe they are saying, like, but, like, remember, people, straight's watching. You're staring, like, these things don't actually affect who you want to canoodle. <laughs> I'm not saying you're, I think this. they are leaving Jan up to interpretation, and I am thinking they're just saying, like, don't judge people based on what they look like. <laughs> yeah, don't judge people what they look like. But also, like, it's not really for... Us or for RuPaul, because mm-hmm. he's like, who's she trying to fool? Well, yeah. she's not trying to fool anyone, yeah. but that's Jan's what she's saying. Right. Yeah, and like, so if she believes, if she if she says she's attracted to men, she's attracted then to them. she is. Yeah. And then if she is attracted to both down the line, if she's trans down the line, you know, whatever Jan decides to do is mm-hmm. up to Jan. And Jan I doesn't think. need to be and here, because this is a toxic environment that promotes heteronormativity and gender roles that are very damaging mm-hmm. to these young people. I mean, yeah. look at look at Mary. Look at Mike. They're oppressed homosexuals, and they're uh, expressing their trauma through hurting other young gay folks. And they're teaching them bigotry, because at one point they go and pick it in front of the Equality House. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get to that. So, <laughs> we will. <laughs> Um, next, well, you know, each character I want to talk about, I guess, 
Well, no, oh, we still have to wait on the equality the house. Gay? Who was the the craft looking gay? What was her name? Andre? No, not Andre. Oh, no, she wait. was the one who. Oh. Oh, Sinead! Yeah. The craft, he said. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know what I thought you yeah. said the first time. Okay. So, Sinead... Okay, we need to talk about Sinead, because at first I was like, oh, Sinead, you give me life. And then I was like, you're real creepy. Yeah, you're not cool. I don't know if I like you all that much. You're very pretty, and I'm like, hey, but, like, stay away from me, please. You're giving me very predatory vibes, and I do not vibe with it. So, Graham stole one... No, not Graham. Graham is a uh, Clea Duvall's character. Yeah. Sinead stole one of, uh... Graham's socks? <laughs> I got them all mixed up is again. Is it a sock that she yeah. stole? Yeah, it was sock, yeah. Sinead stole one of Graham's socks. And they ha they all get this thing. It's for aversion therapy <laughs> where they have to shock I themselves <laughs> every time they have a gay thought. And you can imagine how, uh... Also, when we first met Basically, Sinead, uh, they all went around and, like, said something about themselves, like, oh, I'm Hillary, I like this, and I'm a homosexual. They all did that. When it got to Sinead, she was like, hi, I'm Sinead, I like pain, and I'm a homosexual. Keep that in mind for this thing that Zax is going to tell us. Yeah, so every time you have a gay thought, you give yourself a little zap, like, kind of like a cattle prod, honestly. Yeah. But, like, the, the tool that but... they gave them looked harmless, because it's a prop, but, like... It was it was so silly it, looking. Yeah, and so you can imagine how uh, Sinead's using it with Graham's sock. And fun, fun later time. on, at this point, she's under the covers, and uh, Megan Natasha Leon goes over to her to be like, "Is everything okay? What is going on?" And then she explains, "Like, yeah, I'm fine. Get lost, loser." <laughs> but later on, we see her doing. Yeah, she's so cute. I love her in this. But then, later we see Sinead doing this again, looking straight at Graham while she's sleeping. Because they're all in, like, beds in a row in the same room. So, like, no privacy, number one. But, like, oh, Sinead, why are you doing that? And then later, Graham said, like, so, later... On in the movie, and we'll get into more details later, but Natasha tells on somebody, and they get in trouble, and Sinead is talking about how, like, if Natasha slash Megan ever told on me, I'd then I would, yeah, I do, and then Graham is like, or what, you'll tase them, or are you out of batteries? So Graham Finish. knows. Like, Graham is aware that every time she goes to sleep, Sinead's watching her. And doing Sinead things. was really problematic. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a... And, like, I don't know if that's a thing that aged like milk because I don't think it was cool then. Yeah, it was definitely... I, I definitely think, think that it was written through the perspective of, like, Sinead is not a character that we should empathize with. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, deep down, we're like, oh, that's so sad. Like, she's at conversion therapy. But also, she's, like, being really predatory. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, another character I want to talk about is Ralph. He is uh, played by Dante Bosco, who is Zuko in the Avatar. Tell me why when <laughs> you said Zuko, I thought Danny Zuko from Greece. Oh my gosh. <laughs> bad. Just bad. <laughs> Good movie. 
It, it is, but I'm not pleased with <laughs> you for that one. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I almost, <laughs> so Dante Bosco, his character, like, he's on the wrestling team, and he's so sweet. At one point, like, they're, ha- like, this is, like, their first day or whatever, they're having a meal, and then he's talking about, like, it's just so nice to finally have somebody able to talk about it with. And that's something else, like, his character and the feelings he expresses, they all kind of have at the beginning. Not so much Sinead and not so much Graham. But everybody else, they genuinely are like, oh, great, we're going to be here, we're going to get fixed, and we're going to be fine. And they're all, like, generally pretty supportive of each other. Like, I think it is Dolph who gets kicked out at one point, and they're all really sad. They're like, oh, bye. We hope everything's okay for you on the other side. Like, it was really sad. Like... Yeah, so I, so it's, like, hard, not hard, because it's, like, don't do this to people, (laughs) but then it's, like, but then I also feel bad because, like, the system of True Directions, conversion therapy, is selling this idea that you can change people, Mm -hmm. uh, like, who they're attracted to, and that's not good, but then... And it also, like, telling these kids, like, we'll fix you. You're broken. We'll fix you. And so, like, they're coming to this, and they're trying, and it's just, like, not, just not happening mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Um, like, we could deep dive into, to... like, why conversion therapy is really, really bad and why it's so fundamentally damaging to young and old queer folks. Um but that would make the video very, very sad. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a big yeah, KOM so... educational moment later on down the road. Um, but just know it's super inhumane. Um, we hate it. A lot of other people hate it. Um, if you're going through this, it's going to be better for you, I promise. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like, we'll talk about bits and pieces of it throughout, but just know, like, we don't stand by the decision to do yeah. that, to send anybody mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, regardless of age. Yeah. It's not um, therapy. So, it's bad. That's yeah. the most unhelpful uh, thing I've ever said. And also, it's not and therapy, like, it's, it's bad. Yeah, so, like, this is one thing that they do. They have, like, the parent, they have, like, this sort of, like, group uh, therapy session where, like, it's all the kids and their parent, and they're supposed to say what their root is, the root of their gayness. Yeah. What was the initial incident, some might say. Yeah, and Mine was Sailor Moon. Uh, one of the, <laughs> you know, it's something I was watching this movie. I was like, I've tried, like, I don't know what a root was. I just feel like since like preschool, like, cause you know, really like kids just get to watch whatever. Like I literally saw Pretty Woman on TV, and you were like, hmm. and I guess okay, she so is like. Pretty. She was a pretty woman, but also Richard Gere. Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, I was such a weird kid. Maybe this is a normal. I don't know. I mean, like, of all movies, like, like, yeah, they're both beautiful. They are both beautiful, but, like, <laughs> when I was four, I was, like, so positive that me and Richard Gere were going to go okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I've always been like, like I told you, like I don't know if I told this on the podcast, but like when I was like fifteen, I was like, oh my gosh, at some point I'm gonna have to let Justin Bieber down easy. Like I genuinely, like this is a so this was a concern of mine. <laughs> I know, like, like I was like, Justin, our love can never be. I know it's so hard for you. Oh my god. That reminds me. And when I was four, I was like, oh, me and Richard Gere are going to take on the world. <laughs> Bill Baby's answer. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to. We would have to be in like a scooter yeah. with like me and like a little sidecar <laughs> and a helmet and glass. You would absolutely not be the love interest in this fake movie that we're no. creating. It'd oh be like a three men and no. a baby situation, but it's Richard Gere yeah, baby three... <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't, like, maybe this, maybe I'm just like, I mean, no, like, no one ever was, like, taking advantage or anything like that, I don't think, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've had so many parasocial relationships. <laughs> Just so many. I mean, like, like, I don't know what, a, just something about, like, being young and being exposed to pretty people. Uh, I don't know what it was. I This just made me remember of when I was, when I was 10 years old, I was reading the Harry Potter series with my friends. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, I want to watch the movies. Uh, and, like, again, I'm 10 at this point. And I think... Mm-hmm. Order of the Phoenix had just come out, so, like, Daniel Radcliffe was, like, 15. So I was like, oh, oh, oh my goodness, so pretty. Uh, So there's, if I look for it, I could probably find my old diary. Um, And I'm constantly reminded of this because my sisters read it when I was, and I walked in on them reading my diary, and I was like, what are you doing? And they were like, hee hee, we read your diary. I had written a page in the diary just announcing how much I loved Daniel Radcliffe. When I'm like, you ten, know, I was like, dear diary, I just wanted to let you know, I think Daniel Radcliffe is so pretty. He is so handsome, and I love watching him in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Thank you, love, Karina. And then my sister's read it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Oh my gosh, I'm, s- no, like, the more we talk about this, the more that I realize, like, no, I'm just a freak. <laughs> so... Here, I've never had, like, a real diary experience. Like, I've seen, like, what you just described and, like, what other people described because I was too hyper aware. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, someone's going to stumble upon this one day. It needs to be perfect. And I would, like, rip pages out. Like, no, that no, was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to want? That's not interesting. So it was mostly just, like, stories. Just, like, nonsense that didn't occur. Never would. Fake scenarios. Um, <laughs> just, like, yep, I'm Elon Musk now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My book. I think this is also why, like, when we were young, we were like, we need to just, like, put all of our stuff online. (laughs) Which is... I just thought it was so amazing. A taste for something to come. (laughs) Yeah, it was a real special secret project, guys. (sighs) Okay. Well, when that thing comes out, you'll look back on this and all my confessions thus far, and you'll be like, oh, okay. I I, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Max is over party. (laughs) 
so we were like 14. <laughs> I think might have been older. <laughs> okay, enough, enough, enough. Back to this yeah, good exactly. The problem with good movies, we get too distracted with nonsense. Oh my god. How is it that no matter what we watch, if it's bad or good, we never talk about it? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So. The curriculum. Back to it. Yeah. Okay. So, like, so we started talking about, like, you know, boys are going to do boy things. Girls are going to do girl things. Um, oh, yeah. The root. This is what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, the kids, that's, parents, that's where the we kids, lost it. Yeah, part of this is the kids have to say what their root is. And uh, Natasha Leon's root is her parents because there was a period of time when her dad was out of work and mom was working. So she was like, maybe I got the roles reversed. Then the director starts being like, oh, yeah, obviously. Your mom stopped veneering. Your father was emasculated. You don't respect your father. And that's why you're gay. Well, your parents are sitting there like, what? (laughs) Where did we send you? (laughs) The tap looks so sad. Uh, Andre's root was when he saw the boys changing in the swimming room. But he's told that that's wrong. Because that's what kids do in locker rooms, so that couldn't have possibly made him gay. And he was like, but I got like a, you know, you know what kind of thing. And then Joel, another member, we didn't really talk about. He's a very sweet yeah. boy. but We like, love Joel's he, family. You know, we... They were just confused and they were also they, yeah. in the after credit scene. <laughs> just off. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, that, you know, honestly, that is, uh, except for, like, Graham's parents, we have, like, definitive yeah, knowledge of, and, like, Ross' parents. Yeah, except for the parents that we were shown to be bad, I really do feel like they were just bamboozled by the system. Mm-hmm. They were like, I don't know how to help my kid, and it's like, well, true directions, this yeah, will help. We'll help, we'll and they're fix like, okay. Kids. And they're like, all right, well, we yeah. don't know anything else, and this is the only resource available to us, so... I guess you're yeah. going to conversion camp. Have fun. Come yeah. back straight. But, so then, uh, Joel, he's like, oh, yeah, um, I can relate to what Andre is saying because, you know, when me and my friend at the time, we, like, would be alone in my room or whatever. And then Graham, Cleo Duval's dad, is like, well... Being gay after a bar mitzvah is a lot different. Bar mitzvah, sorry. Which is which? Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah's for boys. Bar is boy, bar is is girls. Okay, I'm not Jewish. I went to a friend's bar mitzvah, and it was very fun. And I got, oh gosh, okay, sorry. (laughs) Side story. We're again, sorry. (laughs) This will be real quick, though. Okay, you know how, like, there's church stands where you, like, they'll spray paint, like, stuff on yeah. it? Okay, so you know how, like, the designs have, like, names? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so there was this one design, it was, like, green, it had, like, bubbles and, like, kind of, like, streaky lights kind of thing. It was called VIP Lounge. Ooh. And I was like, yes, this is what I want. <laughs> and they were like, okay, what's your name? And then, or, like, they were like, what do you want to say? I was like, I just want this. And they were like, what? And so, like, they had to ask me for my name. So it said, like, you know, Lil Z's VIP Lounge. But I was just going to get a shirt that just said VIP Lounge. <laughs> like, 
Why? <laughs> That's such a weird shirt. Like, be, like what is? Like, I'm the VIP lounge. I guess. Like, it ended up being my VIP. Like, so now I'm just like have merch for a place that doesn't exist. <laughs> New KOF merch. But instead, like other. And, like, the problem was, like, I was first in line, and, like, I think people really should explain that, like, I don't know why, but, like, it just didn't connect with me that you're supposed to, like, like, other people just had to say, like, my name, or, like, party up, or, like, I don't know, whatever dumb thing they <laughs> wanted to say, but, like, VIP something. <laughs> well, everybody, if you go to our Redbubble that totally exists next to the Mpreg tote bags, you can get a shirt that says, Woolsey's VIP Lounge. Gosh, so sad. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, why am I? This is bringing. This is this is what Pride Month does. It's just bringing all my yeah. bad memories. <laughs> not even bad, just all yeah. of them. Even the not so interesting just, ones. It makes us. It's a ton um, of reflection. Yeah. So okay. Um. Then. Let's see. Let's see. What's next? Oh yeah. Okay. So then Graham's dad interrupts it he's like well being gay out of a bar mitzvah that's a lot different than uh learning to doggy paddle and then joel's dad's like hey that's uncalled for he's like well i don't want to be here with these gays we're yeah. leaving just to be Graham, clear, you better be straight uh, he, or we're he doesn't cutting say gay. he says like a full slur and you're like oh. yeah i'm yeah, I censored it a lot. Also, like, he made it racist by being like, yeah, you guys were at a bar, mitz- bar mitzvah doing yeah. that. Like, An he, anti-Semite, Graham's dad, homophobic, disgusting. Yeah, and like, I, I'm not saying anything but that, but it was real hard to, yeah. like, get behind Graham's dad. When, yeah, you're not supposed to like him. <laughs> You're not supposed to be like, oh my no. god, I like what a tragic character. You're supposed to be like, I hate this man. Yeah. So, next thing. Um, so that's the roots part of the curriculum. The other thing is, like, again, we told you, like, you get a best friend. And uh, <laughs> Natasha and Cleva. Clea, not Cleva. Graham. <laughs> Graham and Megan. Graham. We, we never Graham. call the characters by their character names. It's also hard, too, because it's like, I don't know what the listeners know. <laughs> they don't probably, like... Like, who's... Who? <laughs> Just be glad I didn't say, like, Orange is the New yeah. Black and Graham. <laughs> she was Nikki on Orange is the New Black. But anyway... <laughs> anyway. Um... I wonder if anyone's made, like, a But I'm a Cheerleader, like, cinematic universe. I think we have some fan fiction to look for after this. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, give us your fan fiction. She's a magic fan fiction. Oh, gosh. When you hear this, Rogue, okay, you got a new job. (laughs) There you go. Off to it. I like... I like just calling you guys out in videos you're not yeah. on to <laughs> Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Some little shout out <laughs> from your own channel, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So okay. What else? Okay, so the curriculum. So, oh, yeah. The initial incident. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. Having a buddy. 
learning mm. your junior they, roles. And like, yeah. And so while this is going on, Graham and Megan are getting closer and closer. And um, at one point, Megan goes to comfort Natasha because she's like, hey, you know, our... Like, your parents are intense, I guess. Yeah, your parents suck. And I'm at one point... Yeah. And then she reaches, like, to touch Graham's hand to, like, comfort her. And she's like, hey, I can report you for that. She walks away. And... I mean... I get it. But at the same time, when I was watching it, I just remembered, like, any time... Like, a time a friend was, like, opening up to me about something difficult... And I was just, like, so, I was, like, I don't know how to, like, look right now. Mm -hmm. Because I know, like, if I look, like, too sad, it's, like, makes it harder for the person opening up to me. And I was, like, I don't, I don't know what to do, really. Yeah. So I'm, like, trying to, like, just listen. But I don't know, like, how to listen. So I was, like, maybe a handhold. And so I reached to hold her hand to, like, comfort her. And she was, like, I, like, she just, like, took her hand. I was, like, oh. no, like, that's sweet. But no, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. And that's what that scene reminds yeah. me of. It, like, kind of, this reminds me of just, like, a thing through being in social work education. There's this weird line of, like, how to react to someone being sad. Because when somebody mm -hmm. else is sad, like, the immediate human response is, like, I'm empathetic and I'm sad too and I want to cry with you. But you also need to be professional because if you're like, oh, I'm crying and I'm just as inconsolable as you are, uh, I'm taking the focus away from you, and now you feel uncomfortable because I'm supposed to be the one helping you, and now you feel obligated to help me because I'm upset, and that's never a good thing. But also, you don't want to be like, darn, that sucks. Because <laughs> that's, you don't want to go to, like, someone in a helping profession who's like, ah, oh, beans, that sure is a sad story. <laughs> So then we're, yeah. as students, we're like, well, then what are we supposed to do? Are we allowed to cry with them or are we not allowed to cry with them? And, like, the consensus yeah. that our prof gave was, like, you know, like, if it happens, it happens. If you feel like it's going to be a little too much for you, just be like, let's take a five-minute break. Go cry in the hallway by yourself. Come back in. Once you've collected yourself, continue the session. That's fine. Mm. You don't have to have the answers to everything all the time because, you know, we're, we're, you're human. It happens. Yeah. There's, there's okay, the, there's the KOF educational moment for today. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We got snuck there one we in go. there. <laughs> um, next thing. Um, so they're getting closer and closer. And at this point, like, I'm like, they're not even hiding it anymore. They're, like, cleaning the floors and they're leaning like, into each other and just, like, looking at each mm -hmm. other. They're, like, <laughs> like 100% girlfriends at this point. And neither Mary nor yeah. Sinead are happy about this. Oh, what's gonna happen? Well, didn't, I feel like Mary barely noticed at this yeah. point. Because she's just like, yep, you like, guys yep, passed the pass. test. I'm like, did <laughs> And I'm like, see, hun, this is why I don't feel like you're doing a very good job. Like, like, do you not want them to be straight, really? If so, like, this is a weird long con you're doing. And, like, I can't read your heart, so I don't know if you just started this for the money or something. But, like, they're clearly still very, mm -hmm. very gay. You have done nothing to change. 
You're doing a bad job of conversion therapy these kids. <laughs> and like, I mean, keep doing a bad yeah. job. <laughs> Just run this I don't want you to help you succeed. Yeah. But then, uh, now we get to the part we keep talking about. Um, there's like, an equality house kind of thing. I don't remember what they're called in the I, movie. Throughout the movie, um, like, mostly towards the beginning, we've been, like, getting hints that there's, like, there's this flyer that, like, flies onto the lawn, and it says something like, there's a better way, like, support for alternative lifestyles, because uh, this was made in the 90s, so, you know, that was just regular language. You wouldn't really say that now, I don't think. But, like, just obviously, like, support for queer youth. That was what this flyer was. And at some point, they all sneak out to go to a gay bar. And I'm trying to remember what the name of this establishment was. It's definitely something we can't say. But, like, yeah. it was it was chicken-themed. I'll say that. But they go there, and they're yes. like, wow. And the, the folks that drive them there are a lovely gay couple um, who, whose names, like, I cannot remember, but, like, one of them's really tall, uh, the other one's real short, and it's like, oh, wow, they're so cute. Uh, they have great communication skills, like, just a perfect example of relationship goals, and they run, ostensibly, what's an equality house, um, and for those who maybe don't know what the equality house is, it is the homes across the street from the Westboro Baptist Church in Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> Because the Westboro Baptist Church are a hate group. <laughs> so, uh, the Equality House is across the street from them. And I'm not sure if, as of now, they're still doing this. But I think they're having plans to turn it into the U.S.'s first museum on marriage equality. So, that's a nice thing. Oh. But, yeah, they're, like, a, yeah. they're a support network for, like... Uh, queer folks and their families and all that alike. They have a community garden and you can go pick veggies or take weeds. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, we'll put the we'll put some stuff in the bio of this video. <laughs> but it's a yeah. it's a lovely organization. I love what they're doing. Snaps for them. Um, but yeah, these two these two characters in the movie <laughs> run this establishment and they. Uh, what does Megan says something? <laughs> she says, "Oh like, yeah, she you're says like the you're like the underground of gays or something." Yeah, you're like the gay underground <laughs> railroad or something like that. <laughs> Miss Megan, then... you were all white kids, but you're confused, but you've got the spirit. <laughs> yeah, and then like the one like one of them is like real like Papa Bear mm. energy. Like, Emphasis I think he's bear. my favorite. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just, like, he's very, like, says, like, one word at a time sometimes. <laughs> and just, like, really, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, that's why, like, I really like, even though I don't know anything about Harry Potter, I really like the big guy who <laughs> loves guy him. Because, and that's the kind of energy that this guy gives me, like. I just, big guy who loves to love. Like, I, something is just warms my heart than a big guy who loves somebody. <laughs> His name's Hagrid. 
god. Uh, yeah, so this this place exists and it's very nice. Yeah. That's a resource that the kids have. Because yeah. uh, Megan and a number of campers, I guess. Uh, yeah, get whatever. Get from the program for whatever reason. Some of them uh, we see at the home. Some Zachs and I wrote in our heads go there. But uh, before all that happens, uh, Miss Mary takes the uh, campers. I don't like calling them campers. <laughs> takes the campers to their home to pick it outside with signs that say a bunch of slurs on them. Uh, like, again, it, I'm pretty sure that this is supposed to be a jab at Westboro Baptist Church. Um, but they're like, oh, gays are going to hell, blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, and they, <laughs> the two, the two gay dads, like, come out and they're like, can you leave? <laughs> like, go away. <laughs> Just super unbothered by the whole thing. Yeah. So... <laughs> And then on this night at the club, uh, Graham and Megan have their first kiss. And you're like, oh, oh, they're smooching. Yeah. And it was such an interesting conversation because when first Megan didn't know they were even going to the club, but Graham walks up to her real quiet, like, and it's like, come on, like, you know, you want to, like, go and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you two are, like, Dating. You're like, what is girlfriends this? at this point? Like, you don't talk like it that with just mm-hmm. anybody. <laughs> also, I'm just gonna say the bathroom um, that they get ready in has like little daisies all over the wall. It's very cottage core. I love that. The whole place is cottage. It's like a straight up pink yeah, house. Like if it wasn't a conversion <laughs> therapy camp, like it'd be super cute. Oh my gosh, imagine like just like that as like an Airbnb yeah. and some like, like Oh wow, are, this is me so and my friend. Like people were definitely hate crimed here, but like look at the carpet, it's so cute. Here's something funny. Here's why like maybe I should have like picked up on like being queer like a lot <laughs> earlier. I remember like years ago, friend and I were talking, we we're like, you know what I would love to do one day? I'd love to get a house with like five girls, we all share it, we wear our hair out natural, and we don't care. <laughs> that was a whole plan. This is a woman utopia. <laughs> You just you just described <laughs> lesbian separatism without all the crazy nonsense of lesbian separatism. <laughs> oh no, because like I don't like when we were talking, we we're like, oh yeah, like that'd be great. Be so <laughs> nice. And then looking back, you're like, that's really gay. <laughs> just, that's it. That's the whole plan. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this. They have their first kiss, and Sinead immediately is, like, seeing green because she's jelly. She's like, oh, my God. And it's like, well, you know what? Maybe you would have had a chance if you weren't too busy peeping on her all through the night. Maybe you could have talked to her. Like, then, uh, well, a little bit before, Ralph... Uh, who I said was is also Zuko. He gets kicked out because he canoodles with Joel and Megan catches them and she tells on them. And people get mad at her, except for Graham. Obviously. I think basically is the only one who... 
Yeah, because Graham already has a little bit of a crush. But it also just shows, like, these sorts of environments are just toxic because they teach you to, like, spy on mm. each other and, like, you know, like, to put more, I don't know, not trust and authority or whatever, but it's, like, she was, like, go. she was, she literally came downstairs because she was going to, like, have some me time after having a dream about her kissing Graham. And then she comes downstairs and then she sees Rolf kissing, uh, not Joel, uh, kissing Somebody, some guy. Some blonde, tall, handsome boy. Was his name? Oh, or was he Joel? No, Joel was the Joel. Jewish boy. Andre was I the thought, yeah. other gay. And then there's yeah this one. He worked retail or something. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Rolf and blonde guy are kissing, and she's like, "Ew, oh my god, yuck. yucky!" Like, Miss Ma'am, she's like, "You are a homosexual. You came down Here's here a line. to have fun with your." And like, if you still don't think this environment is toxic, here's a line I didn't realize. Okay, when they're all screaming, making noise. RuPaul comes down and isn't mad immediately. He's like, oh, what? Like, because he just sees, like, boy and girl together. And he's like, oh, some, like, some pre-simulation some, training. Some straight action. He's like, because, okay, the end of this course is the big simulation where you pretend to have sex with someone of the opposite sex. I, I just thought of this now. It, have you seen Midsommar? No, I, like, I actually started it and then forgot okay, to finish. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> there's this bit where it looks, it, it very much mirrors the simulation, <laughs> but, like, again, it's Midsommar, so Ari Aster was like, I'm not trying to copy, but I'm a cheerleader, uh, but it gave me the same energy, but, but much worse, because it's a movie oh, about no. a cult. <laughs> Oh no! Well, I'll have to check. I'll have to finish <laughs> it now. Weird. It's really. I've weird. been watching some Ari Aster. Yeah, I've been watching. Like I saw Hereditary. I just watched uh, Strange Thing About oh, the boy. Johnsons. That whole thing. <laughs> yikes! Oh my gosh! What a yikes! Ari Aster, I went, I'd love to peek inside his mind <laughs> just to like actually know. I, would, no, I would. wouldn't. I don't think I'd like to see what's in there. <laughs> I'll watch what's been filtered and put yeah. onto the big screen. <laughs> There's some folks where I'm like, so, I know if I look inside your mind, like, I'll be safe. Like, Junji Ito, like, you make some <laughs> terrible, awful, scary stuff. But, like, if I look in your brain, it would just be your cats and that's fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, some some things are best left yeah. diluted. I don't need the pure <laughs> essence that brings us exactly. these things, you know? <laughs> Okay, so now, so that was that. Now Graham and uh, Megan are basically together. Mm. They're always smiling at each other. They're always going like, ooh. Graham kisses her goodnight. And, um, do they, that's basically do they do, everything's going do they well. Do they that evening but, or is it like a little later on that they... That's yeah, later. Okay. They had their first kiss, and she kisses her goodnight, but then that's, like, basically it. But, 
uh, the director, Mary, she finds, uh, like, a lighter packet or whatever under Graham's bed. And she's like, who went to the chicken, chicken club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. The chick, <laughs> the hen house. That'd be a cute, like, club name. <laughs> Oh, yeah, little hen house. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Wrong animal. Same Friday. Yeah, we're all poultry here. <laughs> That's a tagline. And our cold open. <laughs> oh, gosh. That'll get everybody. Yeah. Oh, boy. The kind of friends gals are talking about poultry. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, uh, <laughs> um, they all lie and they're like, no, we didn't go. It's fine. But then we see, like, some harsh reality. So, okay, we already know for Graham that if she doesn't straighten up after this camp, her she's not going to get her trust fund or, like, college money or any of that. She's cut off financially, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like, I don't, it's, you can't. Like, I know, not that you can't, like, I understand that lots of uh, people kick out their children for being gay, which I just don't understand. Like, regardless of what you believe... Why is the love you for can't, your child conditional? That's so messed up. But honestly, like, you have one job, help this human being live, so, like... I mean, I'm not, I don't recommend it, and obviously, like, that kid's gonna want to leave as soon as, like, they get their stuff together. But you should at least, like, support them financially until they can thrive on their own instead of leaving them on the streets and then being surprised why the teen homelessness rate is so high. I don't get it. Why does my kid, like, not want to live here? I don't know, Mary. Maybe it's because you're a toxic person. And you're making your kid miserable because you don't support them in any way, shape, or form. Because apparently your love for your own child is conditional. And because they haven't met your set standard of what a child should be, like cishet regular, they don't want to be here. Because you don't love them as much as you should. That you're a parent. That's your whole job. End scene. Yeah, no, like, really, though, like, I just, I don't get it. Like, when you have this kid... This little baby, six pound, whatever. You were like, yeah, one day this kid's gonna be straight and married <laughs> and have kids. That was the first priority. Yeah, like, here's something like, I d- really something I do understand is that fear. Like, my kid just came out as gay, or my kid just came out as trans, or my kid came out as whatever. I'm fearful of how the world is gonna treat them because currently we are living in a world that values people who are different as a second-class citizen. You are at higher risk of suicide. You are at higher risk of being hate-crimed. You are at higher risk of a whole bunch of other things. And I, as a parent, am afraid for you because I love you and I care about you and I want you to live a happy, successful life. And you... Like, I completely understand that. I, like, again, I'm not a parent. I'm not planning yeah. to be a parent anytime soon. But I can I can understand <laughs> that. Like, it's the same thing of, like, oh, I have, like, I have a girl. I'm worried about how she is going to be treated in the world. Or 
my child's black, I'm worried about how they're going to be treated by the world. Yeah. That's all completely understandable. What isn't, though, yeah. is you being like, no, that's wrong, because you're a bigot. Like, wh- why? Yeah, like, you... It's totally reasonable to be... Because, like, as a parent, your job is to protect your child from any potential outside dangers they might face. But home with you is supposed to be safe regardless of what they're Mm -hmm. like. So, like... Make this a safe haven for them. Like, it is... Like, and everybody grows up different. So even if, like, you don't get it and, like, you have, like, what you'd prefer, like you know, maybe that'll change and maybe, like, it won't because, like, you're just, like, and you, like, you'd like it to. It's just not as easy mm-hmm. as, you know, it could be. But, like, you still need to, like... Try. Let your kid... Yeah, try. Let your kid know, like, you are trying. Like, you know you're gonna mess up mm-hmm. and, like, someday you won't like me as your parent because, like, I'm just not good at this whole mm-hmm. thing. But, like, I do love yeah. you and that's And I want to do right by you. You know? Yeah, like, so as long as you, tr- like, A for effort, but, like, this is not it. <laughs> this is not it. Back to yeah. the movie. So, <laughs> we're actually pretty close to yeah. the end. Like, you thought, It, it like, got really you sad, thought but, like, this it was going to be a three hour. <laughs> yeah. So, at this thing, after, like, so all the parents come, and, like, we know that Graham's parents are like, nope, you're going to get cut off financially. But Megan's parents are like, you have to know that choosing to be gay means that you're choosing to cut us out of your life. Which is, like, Ugh. so manipulative. <laughs> so gross. And, like, it's also, like, and the dad's like, well, like, you know, well, you'll probably, like, be good. Because the dad's real sweet yeah. and quiet. And, like, I don't think she doesn't respect her dad. But the mom is a lot more um, assertive yeah. than the dad is. From what we've seen, like from what we can and she's the one the beginning is that they are like a relatively religious family, so that like mm-hmm. does give some context as to why they approach the situation the way they did. Not excusable, but contextualizes it. Yeah. So then, um, a little bit later, Graham and it's like. Graham and Megan, they have a full canoodle. And it is such a tastefully done scene because we're going to talk about another movie with a scene like this. And Zooey Mama. Some scenes. Is it something? Like, okay, like, I'll I'll just. We're going to talk about this movie called Elena Undone because I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry if you disagree. But. Um, I showed you that one yeah, scene, it's... and we don't have to get into details, but would you, it was kind of a little bit either way, trying way too hard to be artsy, or trying way too hard for the male game. I think games. Rogue I don't know which one. when she said, this is shot like corn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're all, so we're all in yeah. agreement. Okay. <laughs> Now, this, on the other hand, had a nice scene where, like, they nice show things going on. as well. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and it's, it like, so and magical. You, 
And, like, we've seen their whole relationship building up to this moment. Because, like, also the way that it starts is, like, they sort of just, like, look at each other and they're like, everybody's asleep. Let's like, here. let's just go yeah. together. And then they're like, okay. And then they just sort of do it. And it's, like, this moment that's, like, perfect until they get caught. The next morning. Because Sinead is... Awful. Yeah. Sinead snitched, which, it's like, I guess come up in because... No, but Megan did tell earlier, too, so I don't think, Megan, like, Megan wasn't really even phased because she was just she was like, just okay, stupid. I'm going to get kicked out. She was just being a little dumb. And she's like waiting she's outside. For... Yeah. And she's waiting outside for Graham, and she's, like, thinking, okay, we're going to run off together, I guess, somehow. And Graham doesn't. She chooses to stay behind with her parents. To complete the program and, and graduate. And Megan's face, like, I was like, yeah, I didn't see that coming either, Meg. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You got played dirty by the system. Because, okay, throughout it, Mary's son is gay. <laughs> and is constantly trying to seduce RuPaul. And it works. And is like, every the time. The whole time RuPaul's like, oh. <laughs> oh. And you're like, RuPaul. You're supposed to be conversion therapying these kids. Stop getting distracted. At one point, he's literally like, so all the kids are staring at this guy because he's hot. Very and then um, RuPaul's like, do you guys see how pathetic you are <laughs> wanting something that looks so good that you'll never have? <laughs> like <think> projecting. Like. <laughs> And then, um, so then she wants Graham to do the simulation with Rock, and I'm like, how old is Rock? Rock looks because, like a 30-year-old like, man, and these are like 17-year-olds. Also, and is he part of the program? He because there. he's not been part, he hasn't been doing any of the curriculum. Why does he need to do the simulation? And there's one part where they're like sharing cake and stuff, and- <laughs> so fake uh straight because megan just walks up to him and like oh wow muscles your muscles are so strong let me give you a massage. can i rub <laughs> yeah and just like sits him down and he's like don't mind if i do <laughs> and meanwhile looking at rupaul the yeah. whole time and going like mm. you, <laughs> and then rupaul's like oh let's go do some fracking <laughs> on your ranch <laughs> oh no I, it's been so long i forgot about the fracking detour if you're still listening leave us a comment on your favorite detour this episode i liked when they explained what fracking was very poorly <laughs> i liked when they talked about a totally different that movie for like 10 minutes <laughs> the movie that he's not in <laughs> keep keep watching your okay, bingo boards so... everybody we might bring up alex pettifer <laughs> well there you go did. ding 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 bingo <laughs> oh my it's been a minute since we brought so him up they... yeah you know i think that the rivalry is passed i, I, I think, think we're so. on good <laughs> i still love I mean... henry i still hate alex like, 
Henry, I love that, like, have they even been in the no. same space together? Like, <laughs> no, no idea that we've pitted them against each other. But we did. Oh, I watched, like, this, like, big movie announcement come out, and, like, they're, like, <laughs> the top billing. We're like, wait. Oh, no, we manifested it. What would you do if they were best friends in real life and they listened to our oh, podcast? Hi, Henry. Hey. I know <laughs> you have a girlfriend. I have a boyfriend. But, like. <laughs> but what? I love your work. Alex, stop listening. <laughs> Alex, I'm not trying to hurt you emotionally, but I do stand by most of the things I said. If you were right, if you were in the room with me, looking right at me, maybe I'd change my mind. I don't know. To be clear, I wouldn't. I'm kind of a chicken. I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't talk smack to his face. I wouldn't do that about anybody. No. <laughs> right but just know that i have feelings towards you and just know it's more with your characters than like mm-hmm. you because I think like you're, okay. you're pro like i don't yeah i don't know you i don't really know henry but i did see him watch build a pc yeah. and maybe if you adorably build a pc <laughs> i'll like you too <laughs> but i, I, I don't, don't know, know you like that so no he's a great dog i don't know if he's no. a dog <laughs> Oh yeah, that could be something. I don't know. I love the idea of like Alex being upset with his billions of dollars, billions, millions, whatever. I don't know. Rich, rich people. It's more money than I have. That's all I know. So (laughs) back. There you go. There's like a whole line of bingo for you all. Oh my gosh, that didn't. I'm sorry, that didn't make any sense. Back to this. So Megan gets kicked yeah, out. She goes to the anymore. Equality House. Yeah, she gets to the Equality House. She reconnects with Rolf, uh, Dante Bosco, Zuko. And we're like, oh, yay. And he's, like, not even mad because he's, like, here. He could be himself and he's just happy. Can we talk very quickly, and though, we get to about see- the PJs that he's wearing? Um, I think everybody knows, like, <laughs> what the Target Pride collection looks like. He's wearing yeah, something no, straight you're... from that collection. <laughs> I know yeah. it was 99, but, like, could we not have put him in anything better? I mean, I think it's just, like, random outfits that they have. Like, here's your just like, gay yeah, okay. pajamas. I think he was just excited to, yeah. like, be somewhere that was, like, accepted. Here's, okay, here's my headcanon for this. You're, like, no okay. uniform, you're allowed to wear whatever you want, uh, regardless of, like, clothes, gender. Uh, you can wear whatever you want, you can do your hair, your makeup, however you want. Um, but <laughs> Rolf was just like, I really just want to, like, wear, like, gay PJs right now. I'm just, like, just happy to be out and happy. <laughs> Yeah. And the dads were like, all right, sure, whatever you want, buckaroo. Yeah. We want for breakfast. Um, we also get a nice... <laughs> we also get a nice scene of a positive gay relationship because, like, so nice. they're, like, saying, like, okay, Megan, you ready to start looking at schools? And then the one guy is like, well, you know, she just came out to herself and everybody, so maybe we need some time. And then he's the bear, the big guy who loves him, <laughs> who I love for loving him. <laughs> it's like 
well, I just feel like nothing I do is like right and like you're judging me. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. And it's just such a nice, yeah. wholesome, like, I don't like this is this is a problem with me. I understand that. I'm not trying to take away from this moment <laughs> in any way, but it really bugs me that we don't get the resolution to that. I'm like, are we looking at schools <laughs> or not, though? Well, like, I'm assuming she goes, by the end of the movie, my assumption is that she goes back to her parents' house, and we'll explain why once we get to the end of the movie. But, like, I think... Yeah. Also, like, I just like that they were, like, so ready to be like, yeah, we're your dads now, like, we're gonna adopt you. <laughs> we'll get you set up for school. Yeah. Like, so yeah. nice. They're ready to just drop everything for these kids. The other thing, too, that... Gosh, if you still remember the thing we had, the whole conversation we had about Jan, <laughs> I think this also uh, confirms my position a little bit because when she first shows up, she's like, "So I'm here, and I'm just hoping you know you can teach me like how to be gay now that I'm gay." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "You know, you just need to keep being you. That's all you yeah. can do." So like, you know, there's no uniform or anything. You just be yeah, happy. Like, and she's like, "Oh." And that's the thing, too. And, like, she really does love cheer. Like, and so, now the graduate... Okay, let's just quickly talk about the ceremony. Because it makes me very uncomfortable (laughs) that they had to Mm -hmm. do this. But they have to, like, it's a boy and a girl. And they have to do canoodling (laughs) things. But they're wearing, like, those... Yeah, they're wearing, like, those Adam and Eve (laughs) costumes. Like, where... There's like leaves and like you don't actually see any they're body parts because like, like stockings like or whatever dolls that the prosecution uses. For like, all right, now on this doll, like, that's <laughs> what they're dressed like, like little anatomical yeah, so... dolls. But they have the Adam and Eve leaves over them. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, and then he, um, and then like. At one point, they're watching um, Graham and Rock do the do, I guess. And Joel asks, Joel asks, what about foreplay? And then Mary, the director, says foreplay is for sissies. A real man comes in, does his business and leaves. And I was like, oh my, this. (laughs) Like, I mean, I only like fake men, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be genuine if that's what it takes. Joel is a real one, though. Joel is like, this doesn't look fun for either party. Like, no one's like, look, lady, I'm sorry. If you want me to be straight, you're going to need to put on a better show than this. (laughs) This is boring. (laughs) Yeah, I've been ogling half of this duo all summer. Now, now and like... I'm just so bored and uninterested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so so they so they do all that. <laughs> Meanwhile, we do all that, and now at the Equality House. Yeah. Megan and Rolf. Is his name? I think I yeah. called him Dolf, whatever his name is. Zuko. <laughs> So they're like, we need to go and collect our lovers from conversion therapy. Uh, We have to stop the graduation ceremony and save them. So they get in this pickup truck and they drive on down. They're they're both wearing camo. It's Mm -hmm. very 
that one scene from Mean Girls 2, but better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they had a goal and a mission in mind. They weren't just sort of, like, in yeah. bushes. <laughs> but, like, there's no bushes it's in also this funny area. Too, They're in, like, New Mexico. Like... So there's not a shrub in sight. And, like, the picture, it looks, the setting looks like a wedding outdoor mm. wedding more than it looks like a graduation. Oh my God. And they're all in like weird but... leather PVC clothes. It's so weird. <laughs> it's Yeah, I don't I don't know why that it was, was a, the, but like I don't understand 90s. conversion therapy, so it's fine. Yeah. That was just a, a 90s choice. <laughs> they're sneaking out of like broad daylight. Somehow no one notices these big soldiers in the these, stands. These gays. Nobody's like, hmm. And you should be in line. Zuko gets his blonde guy right away, and they go make out in little trees. <laughs> Megan makes the point of being and... like, that was fast. Yeah. <laughs> Megan tries to get Graham, and Graham's like, no, I can't go with you. I'm sorry. And then Megan's like, wait, what? No, that wasn't how That's this not how the movie worked. And like, I love... I love Natasha's eyes because they're so mm. big, and so you could like see everything. But in this moment, when Meg goes, she's like literally just like, "What the heck? <laughs> no, you're supposed. I we're like you. Sweet Come back, and we're supposed to go in the big lesbian pickup truck and drive away. We had a plan, yeah. but what then the she has to plan B, <laughs> just so- which is so cute, and so. She realizes that she should have, like, like she didn't need the camo. She needed to be who she is. A cheerleader. That is a cheerleader. <laughs> so she comes out with her. She changed so fast. Or maybe, maybe she had, maybe she had it on underneath and just, like, took her big jumpsuit off. Oh. And just, like, flipped maybe. the skirt up so it wasn't was, punchy. I do, yeah. And I think we were a little bit deeper into the ceremony anyway mm-hmm. at this point. So who knows? But she comes out. She's got her pom-poms. And she's, like, cheering. And she's, like... One, two, three, four. You're the one that I adore. <laughs> Five, six. Or what is it? There's um, one line that, like, didn't something... particularly well, but we'll let it Because she says, I won't. Oh, yeah. She says, like, at the next cheer, she's like, one, two, three, four. I won't take no anymore. <laughs> like, I understand what you were going for, but, like, oof. But then the next line is cute. That's, but she's. Oh, yeah, like, five, six, seven, eight, I want you to be my mate. No, wait, no, she says like, five, six, seven, eight, hurry up, because this is fate. I'm like, oh, they're in love. Oh, they're right, yeah, love. okay, I mixed up the ones, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And Graham's but, like, she's oh, just, yeah. It was just so it was sweet. so cute. And then... And then, like, Mary, the director, is literally, <laughs> like, chases Mary. her off the field. <laughs> like... It was basically the same energy of someone, like, spraying yeah. a cat to go away. <laughs> Me telling the cat <laughs> to get away from the door. Scram, you gay. Get out of here. Beat it. <laughs> Megan's like, see ya. And she runs back to the truck. And she's like, quick, start the car. And Zuko and his boyfriend are there. And they're starting the car. But then we hear... Megan, wait! And Megan turns around, and Graham's running up to the truck. She's like, I'm coming with you. And you're like, oh, oh, they're in love. And then the song yeah. that they canoodle to starts playing. I can't remember what the song is, but, like, if it's, if we remember, here it is on screen. 
such a magical song. You're like, oh, they love each other. <laughs> and then they try away. Honestly, just listen to the whole soundtrack for this movie because, like, all of it just was, like, it for me. And, yeah. But then we have a nice little after credit scene uh, where we assume that many of the other <laughs> parents were in attendance, but we know for sure that Meg's parents mm-hmm. were there. And Meg's dad says, you know, hi, I'm dad. whatever, I'm Megan's d- <laughs> yeah. And my daughter is a lesbian. Everyone's like, yay. And they're like, hi. And, like, the banner, like, but in the, the mom classroom is says, like, like support group for parents of gay kids or whatever it's said. Yeah. And then the mom is like hiding under like like, sunglasses. She's like, oh god. But she's there. And she's like, probably like a little like, I don't want to be here. But she's ready to learn. She's ready to open her heart. And that's all you can ask for. Yeah, she'll come around yeah. eventually. Like, she's on mm-hmm. the right track. And at least she's got her dad yeah. back so far. So, that's mm-hmm. nice. So, that's But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, yeah, that's But I'm a Cheerleader and a bunch yeah. of other nonsense we decided <laughs> to tell you about. A bunch of other nonsense. But, like, what else did you expect? <laughs> um, but, you know, this is nice. This is a very fun jumping off point for conversation. <laughs> Um, yeah, do you have any final thoughts? This movie was so, like, so cute. Like, it was very silly, it was very pink, it was very campy, but when it takes the time to talk about something serious, it really takes its time, and I appreciate that a whole lot. This movie is so fun. Definitely recommend watching it. Um, it's a gay classic so it real yeah put a capital c in classic because it's criminally underrated though it is only a 6.7 out of 10 on imdb 41 on rotten tomatoes and a 39 on metacritic we need to fix that yeah i don't know why because like i feel like movies when like they're not like super like serious Mm -hmm. it's like automatically like oh wow oh well the user score is a 7.8 so that's a little better on metacritic so all right well there we (laughs) have it (laughs) so whether you're so whether you're listening to us on spotify apple or google or you're watching and listening to this on youtube we appreciate you and remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Happy Pride! Yeah. <laughs>